Hello and welcome to Frank Posen's Big Bad Podcast for May 29th, 2020. Don't forget to check out my blog at frankp316.blogspot.com. Okay, got a few things to get to, so let's start with uh, videos up on the blog. The first one is from last week's uh, AEW uh, Double or Nothing. It is Hikaru Shida challenging Nyla Rose for the uh, AEW Women's Championship. And this was a no DQ, no countout match, but the pinfall had to be in the ring. Anyway, AEW makes the same mistake with Nyla that the WWE makes with Nia Jax. Size is not enough to compensate for the lack of ring skills. The opponent needs to have superior ring skills. And Hikaru isn't as good as Asuka, but she is good. And AEW has deliberately undersold her and oversold Nia as a monster. So that's the setup, and I thought they delivered a really good match. Uh, the pattern was Nyla and her power moves and Hikaru refusing to stay down and eventually winning with a falcon arrow from the top rope and a shining wizard for the win. One of the big spots had Nyla dumping Hikaru onto a poker table. So other than a couple of broadcast truck glitches, the, uh, the broadcast was okay. The commentary put over Hikaru as double tough, which they haven't done in the past. And Hikaru wore new gear based on the character uh, Tifa in the Final Fantasy VII video game. Now, I don't know anything about video games, so I had to look that up. Now, and by the way, Hikaru makes her own costume. She recently tweeted a video of herself at the sewing machine. So congratulations to Hikaru Shida for winning the AEW Women's Championship. I expect Nyla will get a rematch in an episode of Dynamite. Uh, Britt Baker will be out for a couple of months with a knee injury, meaning she doesn't need surgery. Okay, the second match is from... Uh, Wednesday's episode of AEW Dynamite. It is Hikaru Shida versus Christy James. Now, Christy is billed as from Brazil, but it looks like she's actually from Texas, Austin, Texas. Uh, she's been a wrestler since 2015, and she has worked in Mexico and in stardom Japan. This is her second AEW match. I mean, she looks pretty rough at times. I would describe this match as a semi-competitive squash, squash like the other Joshi wrestlers. Car will not do a squash mash, so stop complaining about it. Now, she wants her opponent to look good, but other than her dancing, uh, there isn't much good about Christie. She probably shouldn't be wrestling on TV. And uh, after some really rough attempts at offense by Christie, Hikaru wins with a knee to the back of the head. And by the way, as Jim Ross mentioned on the broadcast, Hikaru now has a YouTube channel. After winning the other night, she uh, indulged in some junk food. She did not eat a pint of ice cream like he said, but she ate a lot of tater tots. So her YouTube channel is called SheetaTube. Okay? And we have a third video. This is uh, Charlotte Flair and Chelsea Green versus Rhea Ripley and Io Shirai from this week's episode of NXT. So on June 7th, Charlotte will defend her uh, NXT Women's Championship against Rhea and Io in a three-way. So this is the kind of pointless time waster that the WWE likes to do to create tension. And Rhea and Io hate each other, so have them, te so have them team up. So if you'll notice when they come out, they don't even look at each other. <laughs> and Charlotte gets to choose a mystery partner, which is Chelsea Green, of all people. So the match is nothing special, but it accomplishes what the WWE wants when Io accidentally hits Rhea, and then Charlotte rolls up Io with her feet on the ropes. I mean, I hate when the ref looks like a moron. It just, 
It's not necessary. And the funniest thing is that afterwards, Chelsea fired her manager, Robert Stone. So anyways, enjoy the video, but try not to use any logic uh, while watching it. Okay. Now, uh, as far as Raw goes, uh, Asuka uh, appeared on commentary uh, for this um, uh, three-way match that they had to determine the number one contender. And that uh, number one contender is uh, Nia Jax, not particularly surprised by that. And this week, Charlotte and Asuka will have a match. And also, as you've probably heard, Nia will again beat up Kyrie Sane. So why are they doing that? They're doing that because a pissed-off Asuka is a very entertaining Asuka. So that's why they're doing that, all right? So we'll have that stuff for you um, next week, all right? Now, UFC is back in action this week as they have a show tomorrow night at the uh, Apex in Las Vegas. So um, there's going to be a few shows coming up at the Apex. Uh, the, this one tomorrow night, there's two women's fights on the show. So let's have a quick look at them. Uh, first one is at Strawweight. It is Mackenzie Dern versus Hannah Cyphers. Um, Mackenzie uh, um, lost her last fight. She was fighting four months after uh, coming back from uh, pregnancy. And, um, you know, she's a BJJ whiz, I think everybody knows. Uh, I don't see Hannah Cyphers even coming close to her. I, I, you know, all Mackenzie really has to do with her is take her down and you know, give her an arm bar, and that's the end of it. Uh, Hannah is a um, fighter who um, had supposedly vaunted power when she was fighting at the regional circuit, but then when she came up to the UFC, she just looks like another mediocre fighter, and she hasn't really looked all that good. So um, I don't see her lasting in the UFC very much longer, so I expect McKenzie to win the fight. Uh, the other fight is at flyweight. It is Caitlin Chukagian versus Antonina Shevchenko. Of course, her last time out, Caitlin lost the title match against Antonina's younger sister, Valentina. So, uh, you know, putting her against the older sister is kind of a gimmick match. You know, Antonina basically does the same things that Valentina does, except she's not as good at it. So I actually think Caitlin will win, okay? Because she uses that keep-away strategy and that stick-and-move and all that stuff. And uh, I think that'll work very well against um, against Antonina, okay? Okay, now one other thing I wanted to talk about here, as you probably have heard, um, Stardom's Hana Kimura seemed to uh, committed suicide the other day. And uh, the reason for this, apparently she was in a uh, reality show called Terrace House, and um, something happened on the show, and she was getting uh, bullied, uh, cyber bullied, I guess, on Twitter. And so uh, it just snowballed, and then she ended up uh, uh, committing suicide. And um, I, first of all, uh, I will say this about a show like Terrace House. Honestly, I've never watched a show like that. I don't even know what goes on on these shows because I have no idea, and I don't watch them. I could have watched that show. It's on Netflix, so I, I could have watched it, but I don't watch them. And um, yeah. Um, uh, Stardom had uh, Hannah on the show and also I think Julia as well. Okay, so what's the idea behind that? Well, there's the old story with Stardom founder and GM Rossi Ogawa. He's always looking for an idol wrestler who he can take to the mainstream or something like that. I mean, this has been going on since day one in Stardom. I mean, remember, he hired a bikini model to be his top star. 
when he when he opened the company. You know, her agency ended up pulling her, but that's what he likes to do. And it's no different with someone like uh, Hana Kimura or or Julia. Hana, you know, we as we all know, she is the daughter of uh, veteran pro wrestler Kyoko Kimura, and she used to go to the shows with her mom when she was a child. So. Uh, I mean, she, she's done modeling, and she still does it. She has a modeling agency, and she's also appeared as a, a ring girl. For, she also appeared as a ring girl for Pancrase. But, you know, she trained as a wrestler at, uh, 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 what's his face, his company, uh, Wrestle One. And um, the, the thing that they were trying to get her ready for, she, she trained in 2016, and what they were trying to get her ready for is her mom was planning to retire, and they wanted to wrestle before her mom retired, and they did. I've seen some of her matches. She really isn't very good, you know. And uh, when Wrestle One closed, then she started. Uh, then she was moved to Stardom, and you know she's been. She, she, Hannah and Julia are the top. Are, are being groomed to be the top stars over there. The big difference between the two is Julia um, trained at Ice Ribbon, and she's older. Than Hannah. I mean, Hannah was 22, Julia was 26. So uh, Julia may very well be more capable of handling the uh, negative stuff that goes on on the internet, right? And Hannah just couldn't handle it. And so, you know, she, she uh, killed herself, right? And, you know, I'd seen some of her matches in stardom. And to me, it didn't look like she was improving at all. Like, they, they put her mostly in tag matches so they can hide her. Right, but uh, I didn't really think she was improving all that much. So I don't know. And and you know, so I mean, every people thought that when uh, Bushy Road bought Stardom that they'd get him a better TV contract. But I don't think that's going to happen. And I think the real problem with Stardom is the same problem that all Joshi companies have, and that's that you can't get a mainstream TV contract when your fan base are dirty old men. Okay, so that's the bottom line. They don't have the right demographic to get a decent TV deal. And, you know, Rossi's not doing any doing them any favors by emphasizing looks over wrestling skill. It's as simple as that. And that's what he's doing. That's what he's doing. So I don't know what's going to happen with stardom from here, because this is a pretty heavy thing. Right. So you never know. Now, um, I don't know if you've ever heard of this guy. There's a wrestler by the name of Milan Collection A.T., Okay, if you never heard of him, despite the name, his, when he was wrestling, he was billed as from Milan, Italy. But he's actually a Japanese guy. He wrestled from 2000 to 2010, had to retire at age 33 due to injury. Um, in his latter days, he worked for New Japan. And after that, he became a New Japan commentator. He also does training. And he's actually been training Hanaka, he had actually been training Hanakamura for about a year uh, I wasn't sure if it was December of last year or December of the year before. But anyways, he's been training her uh, for a while now. And he told Tokyo Sports that she was gradually improving, but he thought eventually what she would probably want to do is go to the WWE because of her looks. And I, I kind of agree with that. But, you know, sometimes they're, they're you know, is she good enough uh, wrestling-wise to, to perform over there? Well, we'll never know, of course. It's unfortunate what happened. Uh, again, I would never watch any of these reality shows. They stink, okay? Anyways, R.I.P. Hanakamura. Uh, I think she's in a better place now. Anyways, that's about it for today. Be back on Sunday with the two UFC uh, fights, videos of both. Uh, again, don't forget to check out the videos on my blog if you have any 
questions or comments for my blog or either of my podcasts, you can uh, leave them an Anchor's voicemail. And if you would like to subscribe to my podcast, any of my podcasts, you can do so at Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Have a good weekend. We'll talk to you later.